This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Show, and I am here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. Hello, hello. What's going on? Polly, today we're going to be talking about a couple hot well, one very hot button issue, and you're going to be shouting out a player from the D.C. area who's now playing in juniors and snack time for with Polly Cupcakes. And in the Hockey Troll Hip Check, I'm going to be talking about Evander Kane. Yeah, that'll be uh, <laughs> something everybody's looking forward to, I'm sure. Yeah, the pros and the cons of signing Evander Kane. Uh, here's the thing. You know, we are, uh, this is our Thursday episode, so it'll be segment-based. We're just going to be, you're at our mercy. We're going to be talking about whatever the hell we please, uh, and that's why, you know, we've, we told you about our segments. So if you're new here, that's the rundown. Monday will be our league news and weekend review for the Washington Capitals. And, uh, you know, if you're new here, welcome. Hope you like it. If you're an OG here, love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. Um, You know, just a quick call out of Mm. you. You put that link that I need in next week's outline. Oh, sorry. And it's actually the old link still. Okay, well, uh, excuse me. Sorry for party rocking. Okay. Okay, well, let's, uh, there's the new link. Now, now you can. You just want to see yourself in the stream. There's really no reason for you to do that. To have that, it helps a little bit. Okay, whatever. All right. In that case, then let's pop some tabs and get going. Let's do it. One, two, three. So, real quick, the oh, I heard by that beep that you are now in. Are you I, okay, Polly? Yes. Are your life tits is, calm? Life now? is better. My <laughs> Tits are so calm. <laughs> Teddy Bear Toss in Hershey just happened. Axel Johnson Fialbi uh, had the first goal on a power play, I do believe. Uh, and a Hattie. He had a Hattie that game? Yeah. So I actually shared a picture that they posted of him. Um, and it was showing that he made it rain twice. Nice. And I quoted it and said, people at this game wearing a scarf saying, I don't care what else happens. I am not throwing this on the ice. (laughs) Dude, um, you know, one of the things that I'd really like to do is go to one of these games one year uh, up in Hershey. Yeah. You know, I've been to lots of ECHL games in town. I've been to a couple in other towns. And I've been to NHL games. I've never seen AHL hockey. Hey, you know what? Now that you say that, neither have I. I've seen junior hockey. I've seen ECHL hockey, college. Never college live. No, we've seen college live. I was just blackout during it. And yes. For, <laughs> during the Winter Classic um, in Notre Dame. And then, uh, yeah, no, let's make it a plan. We should do it. Do some content, too, maybe. We should make a... Do a, a, a bros trip or a bros plus girlfriend's trip. Either way. Girlfriend wife's. Go see uh, Richie Blosser. Yeah. Shout out Rich Rich Blosser. 
um, who does the Grit and Barrett podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. So if you are interested in great coverage of the Hershey Bears, you should definitely check out that podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Again, it's the Grit and Barrett podcast. It covers Rich covers Richard covers all of the um, happenings in the AHL and Hershey in particular. So yeah, he's very in tuned with the AHL game. So if you're ever looking for a source to catch up on it, even if you're not a watcher, you know, just something to give you deeper than just checking out the website. Yeah, Richard Blosser is your guy. Absolutely, and I want to, and we'll we'll have to like buy some stuffed animals to throw out there. Yeah, and you know, a lot of a lot of places have caught on and do it now, um, but I think Hershey is the OG, and yeah. they continue to impress with their um, their turnout. I think it was an extended break to get all the teddy bears. Yeah. Dude, they cover the ice. It's just awesome to see when the first goal comes. Everybody just starts throwing them. People who bring, like, big animals, like yeah. a life-size giraffe or, like, a human-sized giraffe. Yeah. And, like, I've seen ones where it's, like, a massive, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, uh, teddy bear from, like, the top stands. It just, like, hammers people on yeah. the way down. They have to, like, everybody's got to, like, push it forward. That's awesome. Those people in the... The close section, the 100 section, they definitely get a workout. Yeah. <laughs> Turning, twisting, throwing. Right. Um, Elizabeth Rittenhouse, never heard of her, uh, says he can bring his girlfriend, not white, or not wife. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not sure who she is because she does not share your last name on Facebook, so. Well, she doesn't have my last name, so that is my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, all right. Well, I'd say we get right into talking a little bit about Evander Kane and the Hockey Troll Hip Check. What do you think? If we must. Here we go. This is the Hockey Troll Hip Check. All right, Caps fans. So... If you haven't heard, the Capitals are considering considering signing Evander Kane. Now, if you also don't know, Evander Kane has been in some hot tr- hot water off ice basically his entire career. Yes. Uh, kind of a scumbag. Uh, he's been a 25 to 30 goal scorer each of his last four seasons, an average 0.75 points a game. All of these stats are coming off of a very well written article by Becca H at Becca H under slash JR at Japers Rink. So shout out Japers Rink. Um, and the, so Kane has been productive on ice almost everywhere he's gone. He's been in Buffalo. San Jose, the most recent, and the Winnipeg Jets. But, uh, you know, his on ice, on paper, he looks great. He looks like, oh, league minimum, getting a guy, 20 goal scorer, that'd be awesome. Now, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's where the good news ends, honestly. Uh, there's a ton of, as Becca quotes in here, baggage that accompanies Kane. So in the last six months, and I'm quoting her here here in this article, 
Kane was investigated for potentially having bet on his own games and accused of domestic abuse and sexual assault by his ex-wife, although the NHL did investigate both and found no evidence. Um, in any case, having this like drama is not good for a team. He was suspended 21 games for using a fake vaccination card to travel with the Sharks to Vancouver in violation of COVID protocol. He eventually had his contract terminated by San Jose. And that's in the past just six months. Uh, the COVID-related suspension is the sixth time, sixth time he has been suspended in his career. And of those six, it's the second time he sat out for off-ice behavior. With a third of three, with a third suspension of three games for physical abuse of an official. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, what did he like push him or something? Yeah, I think it was a preseason game, and he mm-hmm. got in during a fight. Yeah. So here's here's the laundry list of off ice things that he's done. Again, from this Japers Rink article. Uh, by Becca H. In 2013, as a member of the Jets, he posted a homophobic tweet, uh, which was deleted. The following year, he was accused of assaulting a man in Vancouver. The same year, he was a healthy scratch under new coach Paul Maurice, who'd said that, you know, what can Kane do better? And he goes, probably just come to the rink. <laughs> a few months later, he was a healthy scratch again for an incident with his teammates. Uh... That would be one of his last games in Winnipeg. He was then shipped out to Buffalo. Now, you know, this is when Bufflin was on the team as well, and Bufflin didn't like him. Uh, I, I think he was in Bufflin. Dustin Bufflin, if you remember him, was not shy about being vocal about anything. This dude, Dustin Bufflin, literally just like was like, I don't want to, I don't want to play hockey anymore. Like, fuck the contract. I'm just not going to show up. <laughs> and just stopped. Yeah. And it, it, arguably, in had many good years left and Dustin Bufflin was a stud so you know yeah he was like a train out there yeah in 2016 Kane left town to hang out at the NBA All-Star game missed practice as a result and was suspended by the team for breaking a team rule that summer a Buffalo woman sued Kane for injuring her in actions that were described as unwanted unconsented to violent and offensive in nature physical battery that's a quote uh, around the same time, he also faced allegations of having physically abused two women at a downtown Buffalo bar. In 2018, now a member of the San Jose Sarks, Kane was sued by a woman who claimed he promised her $3 million to have a third straight abortion. And at, at the end of the last season, several key players mentioned Kane in their exit interviews, noting that, he would, that if he would be part of the team going forward, they did not want to be. Wow. So that's his own teammates turning on him. And here is a quote from The Athletic. The Sharks' displeasure with Kane stemmed from a general disrespect for team rules, including routinely being late for games and practices, not adhering to the dress code, and having poor practice habits. At one point late in the season, according to the source, Kane came, nearly came to blows with assistant coach Rocky Thompson in a meeting after arguing where he was supposed to be positioned on the power play. <sighs> so, you know, We've already had our behavior issues with Samsonov, with Kuznetsov. Do you really think that Vander Kane is going to be a valuable asset to this team, whatever he does on the ice? No. (laughs) Um, You go through that list, and all I can think of is not worth it. 
Yeah, and you know, the Capitals have always talked about, like, character, and Carl Olsen has come on and said, like, look, the Caps do it right. Like, they make you feel welcome, their organization's set up well, the people in the, in the room, the players, are amazing, they make everyone feel, you know, as part of the team. There was just an article out, uh, put out by Nova Caps that said, you know, Tom Wilson was commenting on how Ovechkin, you know, while leadership has always been one something that outsiders have always bagged him on, especially in comparison to Sidney Crosby, that Ovechkin really just has this way of being able to include everyone and make everyone feel like a good part of the team. Uh, this seems like just not necessary. You know, at 20 goals, like, come on. What's he going to score down the stretch? 10? If he scores 20. Let's say he scores 20 and half a season. Let's say he scores 30. Is it really that worth it? No. And I don't think he's going to bring much more to gameplay than Daniel Sprong. Right. And Daniel Sprong is same price, right? Mm-hmm. And Daniel Sprong... Relatively same price, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't <clears throat> act in this manner. Imagine Evander Kane getting the Daniel Sprong treatment, being scratched... Every other game. I feel like we would have these updates in Washington, these, <laughs> these storylines. Yeah, absolutely. Um, on top of that, the Washington Capitals have been super active in their like social, uh, you know, DEI type uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion movements, you know, empowering people of color, uh, you know, being... A, uh, uh, you know, an advocate for for women, and you know, really helping out with the hockey is for everyone initiative. Uh, I just, you know, with all of the things that come with Vanderkane, especially in, in the abuse section uh, towards women, I just don't, you know, allegations are one thing, uh, but just kind of the other. And if it just, you know, I get the jilted ex-wife or whatever, maybe kind of a dust-up. But it's happened... The list I just rattled off to you has, like, three occasions of this. Yeah. I mean, it's a pattern. And yeah. I he's shown that he doesn't change even though he has a change of scenery. I mean, how many chances do you get before people realize that it's not worth it? Yeah, and... You know, Becca makes a point here in this article, too. It's not just, like, one team that just wanted to fucking steamroll him out of town and blackball him out of town. You know, it's a every organization that he's had in his career that he's played with has had nothing but bad things to say about him when it comes to off-ice stuff and just his attitude overall when he's on the team. So... You know, I, I said earlier, like, it'd be tough for me to support a team that would sign Evander Kane, and I, I kind of hold true to that. I, I would, I really am hoping that the Washington Capitals find another way. Yeah, me too. Um, I really don't think this is the right move from a playing standpoint. I, I mean, I don't think he's going to bring that much, and I don't think it's the right move from an optics standpoint. Absolutely. And I mean, just organizationally overall, it's just bad. 
uh, you know, we've talked ad nauseum about just what teams will do to win. And we also talked ad nauseum about we don't give a fuck if the Capitals don't make the playoffs for the next three years if Ovi breaks the record. Yeah. So I'll double down on that. If we don't make the playoffs the next three years and Ovi breaks the record in three years or by the end of this next contract, I'm fine with it. I would be too. And I don't <laughs> think Evander Kane's going to really contribute to Ovi breaking the record. No. He's going to be on a completely different line. He may not get power play time. Like, I don't know. I, I don't I, – I think that this news is a bit of a shock, but it shouldn't be. You know, the Capitals have been very transparent in that they're open to almost anything. But, you know, I mean, even signing this guy on a short leash, saying, like, we'll terminate you if you – one misstep. You don't get three strikes, like, one misstep and you're out. Even that is not worth it. If he skates on the in, in the red, white, and blue for one game. Yeah. I would like to exercise my non-existent fan veto. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, there's more guys out there. There's assets you can move. Um, I think that the Capitals have done a good job this year of, of showing, uh, you know, much to, I'm sure, some hockey writer's chagrin when we were set, when we we were touted as having the worst farm team in the league, the worst uh, farm system in the league as far as good prospects and things like that, I think that McClellan has done a good job being savvy in his drafts. He's gotten uh, Lapierre, McMichael. You know, these are guys who are NHL talent. Um, and on top of that, there's guys who have been toiling away in Hershey that would likely get a roster spot, a uh, pretty consistent one at that, in another at another team. Uh, fuck draft picks. Who cares at this point? Like, you know, we're win now. Um, I think first-round draft picks are 20% possibility at being a NHL player that plays over 100 games anyways. Um, I say we go ahead and pay for somebody that's worth it. Absolutely. If we're going to do that. Even if we have to, you know, lose some guys we like to make these things happen, it's yeah. better than putting Kane on the roster. I'll tell you this right now. I don't want anyone playing for the Capitals who have the last name Kane. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's exactly right. Well, at least for now, right? <laughs> yeah. Someone else might come along. but Yeah. Active NHLers, you're saying. Yeah. I agree, man. Um, so hopefully the Caps get their heads out of their ass here. Uh, they probably didn't even want this leaked, but, or, or put out there. Um, man, I just, it is precarious. Cause I could see manager just pulling the trigger on him and saying like, well, if we got to cut him, we cut him. Not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it was just like people sitting around in a meeting and someone was like, what about a Vander Kane? And maybe that is all <laughs> the consideration it was. And someone leaked that. I hope that's it. Probably not. But yeah. that would be <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, um, they – so Elliot Friedman is one that on, – on, uh, on during the Senators game, it, Elliot Friedman, who's generally pretty on point, had said that they were kicking the tires on Evander Kane. Now, kicking the tires, are they talking to him? Are they talking to his agent? What are they talking about? Who knows? But – 
it's created enough momentum that people are are there and they they you know it's it's a thing so and the the caps and the oilers are the only two reports that i've seen as a possible or teams considering yeah uh so yeah who knows man i just i don't i don't want it i don't want any of that drama we just got over the koozie drama and look at what kuznetsov has done do the i and and you know there's a lot in management's eyes i can see where they're like man we could turn this guy around and, and really make a good story out of this uh we we know our, our the group synergy is that good and would I somewhat agree? Yeah, I think that the team, the Caps have that. I, do, I think they do. I think they have a lot of magic going on in that locker room. I think that it's an awesome place to play, but at what cost? For me, that's where that's where I'm. I can't reconcile that uh, because I don't see a situation where any team talks about him and then says you get you get any more than one chance. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that'd have to be everybody's standpoint. Right. Like, you fuck up once, you show up late once, and you're fucking done. Uh, but again, that would have to be after he's signed a contract with the Caps and, and whatnot. So, and, you know, if you were given a shot between Edmonton and D.C., I know we're biased, but where would what city would you want to go to? D.C. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know, man. I, and I don't think we're ready for it. I don't think anybody in the league's ready for it. I was kind of hoping that some other shit bum team like the Oilers would get stuck with this guy and then we could watch the circus play out from afar. Uh, and I hope that that still holds true. Yeah. Me too, man. Yeah. Um, it would make it hard to support this team, you know, and Washington fans, you know how shitty the Washington football team has been managed and how they don't give a shit about what the fans say. I think Leonsis and I think that McClellan have an opportunity here to, to just say, we're going to pass on it. Uh, you're too much bullshit, man. Yeah. And I think that would do great for them. Yeah. You know, you have to, Give some respect to the people who pay your bills. Yeah. And on top of that, I think that the Caps are still okay. I mean, in a, in a playoff spot. I think that we're going to be able to come back. The reason that we're looking at this even is because Mantha is questionable and Oshie's out indefinitely as well. You know, that's two big gaps in our lineup that we we need to fill. But, you know, I would take a first round out to avoid the Evander Kane bullshit. Because who? There's no guarantees that he's going to get us past the first round, right now. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he's not that much of a game changer. Right. I don't believe so. At least, excelling on a stagnating, aging, and on the very hard downswing uh, San Jose Sharks team in the Pacific, the worst division in hockey, is one thing. Going to the most competitive division in hockey, playing with world-class players in the, in the Eastern Conference, a whole nother. And, unfortunately, you know, you look at it, and he's never been on, on good teams. You know, when the Jets were had him, 
they were floundering. Yeah, they were. That was pre-Line A Hellbuck days. Right. All right, well, that's our bit. Fuck off, Vanderkane. Retweet. <laughs> you know what else you can retweet? What's that? DraftKings, baby. Four teams remain in the NFL playoffs, and that means only four teams left for you to bet on in DraftKings Sports, but an official horse betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? You can experience the conference championships with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey and RPA only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. $1 wager required. Uh, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Do it. I'm hungry, Pauline. Listen, I've preheated the oven. I've baked the goods. They've cooled off, and now they're on the plate. So here we go. It's snack time with Polly Cupcakes. All right, we got a little DC relevant news here. We've got a young man by the name of Zachary Ware. He is a former Fort DuPont player, and he is making waves. You know, chugging it out in the junior leagues, trying to pursue his dream of the NHL. So this is an article written by William Douglas, who works for NHL.com. And you can find this in the Color of Hockey section. And so, you know, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about this guy. And he's playing in the NA3HL. Yeah, so the NA3HL. Um, it is Division or Junior A Tier Three. So you've got the top U.S. Juniors League is the USHL, which that's Tier is, One. That's that's Tier One. Yeah. So that's where you know Hockey Troll talks about watching the Omaha Lancers. These are the guys who. Oh, nice by the sticker. way, I found I found a bumper sticker from the old Omaha Lancers stuff in like some shit I was looking through. Pretty nice. Cool so, you know, a lot of guys from here go straight to the pros or go play D1. And then you have Tier 2, which is the NAHL. And some of those guys go play college, uh, D1, or even some of them just go right into the minors. And and then you got Tier 3, the NA3HL. And a lot of these guys either work their way up through the junior ranks or get themselves D3, D1 club, or even some D1. So, you know, he's on the track to, you know, move up the ladder, keep playing hockey, and he's he's got a chance to go places. 
Um, you know, so playing in Fort DuPont, we've talked about that, and that's, you know, tell us a little bit about that. You're more familiar. Yeah, yeah, so Fort DuPont, um, right there on the Chesapeake Bay, I believe. Uh, I remember there was a big body of water there. <laughs> um, <laughs> the ocean. Yeah, uh, it's, it, when I played there, it was a pretty rundown arena, but it had a, and it was in a rough part of town, I believe, southeast DC, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, um, I just remember having to go there, like, really early. And, you know, the neighborhood around there is like, you know, you see people outside drinking already at like six in the morning and every car had a club on it, except for the, except for the, um, uh, Corvettes and the nice fancy cars that didn't have clubs on it. And, you know, you can wonder what those (laughs) owners of those cars did, but it was obvious that nobody was going to mess with those cars. Um, and you know, you kind of, it's a bit of a rundown area. You come to the rink and, uh, you know, there were always, you know, there was several occasions during my hockey playing adolescence in, in the DMV where, you know, people had gotten robbed or carjacked or whatever, um, in that area. But, uh, you know, I'm happy to see that a rink like that is still, uh, you know, alive and kicking and recently got some of the renovations from through the NHL and is helping, uh, kids, uh, kids of color who are, who are playing, uh, hockey or interested in hockey and giving back to the community in that way. So that's Fort DuPont in my eyes. That's how it always was. You know, obviously I was coming from Virginia. Um, so this is, you know, an hour and 15 minutes away, but, uh, the ice was always quality. I will say that. I will say that ice was always good. And, uh, the tournaments there, shit, we played the purple puck there. And I know that your high school plays the purple puck. They have in the past. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's a Gonzaga hosts that and they're purple. Chantilly was also purple. So we were the imposters there, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, a couple, a big tournament there. Uh, we did not fare well in that tournament. Uh, got our asses kicked, I think, all three games. But other times we would play teams there and, uh, you know, probably played there a handful of times in my youth. Glad to see it's doing well. It's yeah. still there. So, you know, it's uh, you know, it's good to see that it's a place that's dipping into a different part of people who want to play hockey. And it's obviously paying dividends, as we see here with Zachary Ware. You know, and so he was, you know, obviously doing well playing amateur hockey there. And when he, or in 2019, he did move to play hockey for Gentry Academy, which um, I believe is in Minnesota. I lost my spot. So, yeah. So he moved up there because... They had a recent alum actually get drafted into the NHL. So it's a good program. He went up there and he got exposure. And that is what led to him playing. Uh, Yeah, so it's in Minnesota. He played um, for Gentry and he played high school hockey up there, which anyone who's seen anything on Twitter or YouTube, Minnesota hockey is nuts. They sell out the NHL arena 
for high, high school. school. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, not to make this about race, but is, is he a person of color? Exactly? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, so he, he left Fort DuPont, went up to Minnesota, got himself noticed, and, you know, now he's playing in El Paso for the El Paso Rhinos. And in 19 games, <clears throat> he's got 18 points. Nice. And his team is... Uh, they are Oof. third in their division. 40 points. So no one in the division has clinched a playoff spot yet. So it looks like they're very much alive for a playoff position. Um, you know, he's contributing to a competitive team, possibly a playoff team. And, you know, while we see in the NHL guys like Crosby and Ovechkin start playing when they're 18 and 19, there are a lot of guys that don't crack the NHL until they're 25 or 26. Most guys. Yeah. And and a lot of guys play juniors, college, some minors. You know, they might not even get an NHL shot till they're knocking on 30. Yeah, the Washington Capitals' very own Beck Malenstein and, and Scarbosa are in their mid-20s. Yeah, so, I mean, the, <clears throat> this kid has a long time to still make a mark yeah. to to go play pro. Uh, you know, another cool thing about this is his parents went with him to El Paso. Um, they, you know, per the article, they were surprised to see, like, the... Uh, the extent of hockey in the community. They actually had recently won Craft Hockeyville. Yeah. So, uh, you know, shout out to his parents for putting him in these positions to excel, give him opportunities, and uprooting their life to be with him, support him. And, uh, you know, and when, just, you say, when you say they won Craft Hockeyville, Fort DuPont or. Oh, uh, no, in El Paso. Oh, okay, cool. cool. Yeah, there was a. Uh, I think it was the Coyotes and Stars played there. Okay, nice. And this was before he got there. But, yeah. you know, they got there, and once they were there, they had found out that that was a, a recent occurrence. Um, you know, just a quick little side story. I believe. So there was a team in Texas in the NHL. Or, no, I'm sorry. There's. Um, when my brother my brother played in the NA3 and he played in Pittsburgh yeah which actually allowed him the opportunity to live from home and save a good bit of money on the uh, the billet situation right but his coach used to threaten people especially like that's one he got was you know I'll trade you to Texas which would have really sucked because he was basically playing in his hometown right um, just you know one of the things I thought of when I saw that he's playing in Texas. <laughs> but, you know, I know this isn't a, a super in-depth segment, but just wanted to give a shout-out to a you know D.C. product who came up through Fort DuPont, played at you know high-quality hockey in Minnesota, and now he's down in Texas playing junior hockey, chasing the dream. Absolutely. And he's uh, – how old is he and what's, what position does he play? He is... I'm guessing a forward if it's 18 points in 19 games. He's 18 years old, and he plays forward. Yes. Nice. Uh, he's a righty. Nice-sized kid. 6'2", 187. Oh, no. I'm sorry. 6'2", 190. Ooh. So, I mean, the uh, the infrastructure's there. 
Yeah. So I think he's he's got some real potential. And even if he doesn't make it pro, hopefully he comes back, plays some college in the uh, the DMV. There's plenty of high quality club teams there. Yeah, or wherever he can get that get the most money, man. Got to yeah. get that money wherever he can uh, get a good ride and, and you know get an education out of it would be awesome. Definitely make it. I think at that point, you know, your kid gets a a full ride uh, or or even some college help if that's the the lifestyle and the and the career goals that he has. Uh, that would be awesome uh, to to get. So shout out Zachary Ware, former Fort Dupont player, who's now playing in the NA3H for the El Paso Rhinos. Absolutely. Wish you luck, man. Yeah. Good luck. Absolutely. To be 18 again, Polly. Yeah, and you know that article is a little old. So mm-hmm. you know, since then, he's got 31 points in 25 games. Turning it on. He has, nice. That's even better than 18 and 19. Yeah, yeah, he's turned it on during the playoff push. Very good. Awesome, man. That's a really good feel-good story, Polly. That's why you're here. Yeah, try my best. Yeah. Um, you know, the article, like I said, it's on NHL.com. It came out January 3rd and is written by William Douglas. So you just go to the Color of Hockey section on NHL, you'll be able to find it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Awesome. Anything else, man? No, I think I think that'll a little positive a bit. Yeah. Wrap things up. Absolutely. Good good segment, Paulie. Thanks. Uplifting. Um, all right. Well, Capstans, we'll keep you apprised of the situation as it involves with uh, Evander Kane. And now that Zachary Ware is on our radar, maybe we'll get him a, get a little bit of an update uh, next season or however we think how if we ever hear from him again. You know, again, we're looking at national media, and he's obviously cracked that that uh, that uh, threshold. So somebody to look after, and of course, being from the DMV and being from DC, actually. Um, is great news. You know, not a lot of people, you know, he, I know that probably if, if you're in the DMV and you're listening to this, not a lot of people are just from the DC area, right? A lot of people move there. So cool to see somebody that's kind of like uh, hometown. Yeah. All right. Caps fans, that was a short one. Hope you enjoyed it. If you like the podcast, give us a rating wherever you're listening. Five stars only. Five stars only. And until next week, on Monday, we'll be back at you talking about the three games that we've been playing this week, uh, the Washington Capitals have. Not we, but the Washington Capitals. And hopefully we get healthy and uh, dodge this Evander Kane bullet. Absolutely. You know it would be terrible is if, if they like sign him on like Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. And you've already, he's already on the team. And I've just piled on how, how bad of an idea this is. <laughs> Uh, let's hope that doesn't happen. Um, but until next week, Caps fans, hope you have a great weekend. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, uh, we love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. Hockey Patrol, Polly Cupcakes, signing off. Bye. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Church podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly, 
on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle, at CapsChirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network, at HockeyPodNet on social, and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network, every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.